to History Recap. As usual, your favorite host Dini is here, and together with her co-host, also everyone's favorite, Bella. Hi, everyone. We are back with a new episode entitled "Bayan Temple: Temple of the Mysterious Stone Face Towers." For today's episode, we're going to travel to Southeast Asia to a country named Cambodia. Oh, sounds amazing! So, what is in Cambodia that is going to be our topic for today? Certainly, people know that on Cambodia's flag there is an ancient temple complex known as Angkor Wat. Beautiful architecture, but we're going to go just to the north of Angkor Wat, where Bayan Temple is located. Hold up, let me just put a hole on that first thing. To our loyal listeners, you guys would know what is going to happen next. But to those who are new or mayhaps accidentally stumbled to our podcast, for every episode of ours, we dive into the most interesting and historical buildings in the world. As for today's episode, as Dini has stated, we are going for Bayang Temple in Cambodia. Before we talk more details on it, let me briefly state the three main points that we are going to discuss, which are the history of Bayon Temple, their structural figures representation, and the controversies surrounding it. Wow, Bella seems excited to share about Bayon Temple. Bella, why don't you tell us first why Bayon Temple is important for people in Cambodia? Yes, but Dini. When we first talk about Cambodia, what comes to your mind? Your temples, of course, especially Angkor Wat. Angkor Wat is such a beautiful, intricate temple that has been a tourist attraction point. That's true. I can agree with you on that. My first time hearing Angkor Wat was back in 2010, in a fiction book, actually. <laughs> well, it's it's a really popular children book, named as Mr. Midnight. But we are not here to discuss on that one. So without further ado, we shall fly to Cambodia. Bayon Temple, also known as Temple of Faces, is one of the largest temples in Cambodia. It is located in the heart of Angkor Thom city. The reasoning behind the construction is simply for religious matters. It was said that Bayon Temple was used for both Hinduism and Buddhism teachings. Whoa! How does that even work out? Well, shortly after the king was crowned for the throne in 1181, the temple was built to de- to be dedicated for the principal god of Tantric Buddhism, as well as to unite the two religion followers together, the Hindus and Buddhists. So that they could live together under one single ruler after the Khmer Empire was taken over by the adversary. Ah, so Jai Varman Sabha's adoption of Buddhism as a faith and a state religion resulted in a shift from the Hindu iconography to Buddhist iconography in Angkorian construction. Yep, you got that right. That's an interesting fact to know. So now let me explain a bit more about Bayan Temple's history. It was built under the command of Jayavarman VII, who had broken with Khmer tradition and adopted Mahayana Buddhism from the end of the 12th century to the beginning of the 13th century. Okay, here's a more interesting fact to know: the Khmer kings created a series of artificial mountains on the Cambodian plain at the royal capital of Angkor, each crowned by shrines featuring representations of gods and of themselves, their family, and their ancestors. In order to comply with conventional mythology, oh, so that means that Bayon Temple was built just because of a conventional mythology? 
That's new to me. Yep. But unfortunately, the temple was abandoned around the 15th century. At that time, the Khmer Empire was falling into decadence caused by manufacturers. The Khmer king moved to Phnom Penh and the era became overgrown by thick jungle. Luckily, the temple was founded by Mr. Jean Khmer in 1907-1916 to and was given a new chance to be known again. Honestly, it would be such a shame if such a magnificent temple were to be abandoned. Their structural figures are too pretty and magnificent to simply be abandoned. A plus point that they can create a good tourist attraction there. I agree with you. Do you know there's many controversial discussions in the area? It wasn't clear whether the Baron Temple is actually a temple for Hinduism or Buddhism, making confusion whether the structure represents Hindu or Buddha God. Yes, I heard about it before. Such a debate, but engaging. We can get to the spilling tea session later. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure, we can absolutely do that. For now, let's focus on this part. We all know that the Bayon is also known as the temple of faces for the 216 serene faces sculptured on its towers. These faces raise many questions among people. Is it random faces carving or does it actually represent something? What do you think, Bella? Hmm, tough question. But I'm going to say that the faces were representing something. But imagine carving your own face in order to be remembered. It looks almost like status, I believe. You are right, they are. The faces were believed to represent the forehead of Brahma, the Hindu god of creation. It was later established that the faces belonged to Lakshwara or Avalokitesvara, the Bodhisattva of compassion. Though at first, the archaeologists and historians believed that the faces represented Buddha and King Jayavarman VII. The evidence for this is clearly written in the ancient Hindu text that mentioned that the god with the four heads is Brahma. Mind blown! Even the archaeologists and experts cannot completely agree with one another? That's considered something new. And it's kind of explain why there's a minimal number of documentaries on Bayong Temple. Exactly! But lucky for us, today we have an expert who had created a forbidden documentary about Bayon Temple. Everyone, let's listen to what Mr. Pravin had to say about the representation of the structure of figure. These faces depict a Hindu god, Brahma. Brahma is the god with four heads, not Buddha. This is why every tower is shown with four heads or faces, facing four different directions. But there is another fascinating detail. Look how he's shown with a third eye. Most people think only Shiva has a third eye, but Brahma also has a third eye. This is also mentioned in ancient texts. This means that ancient Cambodian sculptors had thorough knowledge of ancient Hindu texts and they followed all the details carefully. Thank you, Mr. Pravin. I really like what Mr. Pravin had said about the temple. He went into great line into explaining it, even the part of Buddhism and Hinduism teachings, how they are supposed to be related with the temple. Mm. And he also convinced us that the reason behind all of that was simply due to the power shift. Yes, and just like I said way earlier, there was a power shift when the king was crowned and ascended to the throne, causes the shift from Hindu iconography to Buddha iconography. But then, there was a turning point in which the teachings are being used as the main religion of Cambodia. Confusing, ain't it? 
it is. And now we got that settled, let's get to the spinning tea session. I am so ready for this. <laughs> well, the main controversy here is what exactly the temples represent. Like how you said before, but now I will completely dive into it. Eh? I thought we already agreed that it is due to the power shift and the turning point of Buddhism to Hinduism. Yes, but the authorities had long denied that claim. Especially when the French had came to Cambodia, they had called the place as Banyan, which the locals had mispronounced as Bayon Temple. Adding into the fact, now we can blame it for on the French, per se, for confusing the Western archaeologists. Ah, I get it. The authorities denied that claim because there is no solid proof. Since the temple showed both Hinduism and Buddhism iconography, I can see why they can get easily confused. I don't think we had mentioned it earlier, but calling it a Buddhist temple doesn't make sense when the real name is Jayagiri. Jaya means Brahma in Sanskrit, referring to Lord Brahma in Hindu texts and Giri meaning mountains. Yes, yes indeed. But that's exactly the perfect name for Bayon Temple, Brahma Mountains. And you can see how the towers are just like mountains too. All of it comes down to the expert we had on earlier, Mr. Pravin, had claimed that Bayon Temple is actually a Buddhist temple for Hinduism. Super confusing, hmm. But I get it. Just like I mentioned earlier in their structural representation, the tower has four phases which are depicting the Hindu god Brahma is known as the god with four heads. The statues are facing four different directions as they are clearly not depictions of Buddha or the king who built it. There is also controversy in the area because despite being said to be a Buddhist temple, the carvings of Brahma, the god of creation who have four faces there, also included a big and intricate ornaments carvings that are completely against Buddhism teaching. Hmm, that's true. Because Buddhist teachings believe in simplicity, they don't encourage wearing extravagant jewelries. Yes, and it's also a plain fact that this construction was converted into a Hindu temple in the mid-13th century by the subsequent monarch Jayavarman VIII. During the reign of Jayavarman VII, Hinduism replaced Buddhism as the state religion of the nascent Khmer Empire. The large Buddha statue, however, was removed from the sanctuary and broken to pieces during the reign of Jehovah VIII. Those pieces were found at the bottom of a well. They have been pieced back together and now are back on display in a small pavilion in Angkor. Okay, now I see it. The reason why it looks more of a Hindu temple is purely because of the destruction of Buddha statues during the reign. It sounds kinda unfair really. It was said to unify followers of two different teachings and yet, one of the symbolism was destroyed. Mm -hmm, I agree. It was sad really although, it was still cool to see how a Buddhist temple is made for Hinduism instead of its own. Cannot say less than that really. Oh my Bella, look at the time. We are running out of time so quickly. Well, that was such a great and amazing discussion we had between us. However, time is not really on our side. But before we head off for today, let us do some recap. Dini, will you? Sure. The Bayan Temple has been the focus of most of our discussion today. 
We've gone into great length about the Bayan Temple and how it relates to one of Cambodia's most important cultural concepts, the traditional teachings of Buddhism and Hinduism, their structural representation and the controversial origins of it. This is the end for today's Bayan Temple, Temple of the Mysterious Stone Face Towers episode. Just one more thing before we wrap up this episode, we'd like to say thank you to everyone who has stuck with us this far. Let your friends know what you think by sharing this episode and don't forget to rate and review. We'll see you guys next, next time! time.